Jack, Jack, Jack. Hey, I, I need another one of those uh, fireproof rags. Oh, another one? Yeah, yeah. quick, There's quick. only three left. Quick, I don't care. Just keep, go grab me one. All right, here, here. Oh, okay. Oh, not again. Yeah, yeah. What this... happened? Oh, th- th- this was important paperwork, Max. Was it? Surely we have digital copies. Well, I hope so. There, yeah, I think there was some important passwords in there, Max. Oh, okay, you really shouldn't write those down on paper. Anyway, yeah, I, you know, I, I wish that uh, that we had noticed, you know, a month ago when uh, Wilson said that thing about the fireproof burp rags in the voicemail. I, somehow we glossed right over it, but uh, he was right. He was right. We have uh, we've gone through quite a few of these, and yeah, you, you said we're already almost out. Yeah, yeah, two left now. Jeez, uh, if they weren't so hard to get on such a long back order, it would you know. And, uh, and if we had listened when Wilson warned us about it, like give us about a week's head start if we had paid attention to what was in that voicemail. But I think we were so distracted by the whole wrong office, shake the baby, all that weird stuff that somehow the fireproof burp rags thing just like whoosh right past us. And what is going on that fireproof? burp rags are back ordered that much. I mean, like, are there just a ton of fire burping babies out there? Well, it's not even a thing anyone on this planet makes in this dimension. So, you know, interdimensional ordering, and I don't know what goes on. There's Maybe it's dragons. Who knows? Dragon, dragon babies. babies. Yeah. I assume they go through quite a few, if they're real, in some dimension. I don't remember if I've met a dragon before. I don't have time to go back and re-listen to 260 plus episodes of my own podcast to determine whether I've met a dragon or not. Listen, a lot of You've things... you definitely met dragons. A lot of things slip out of my mind when I'm taking care of a baby, okay? That's just how it is. <laughs> I think it's slipping out of your mind because you're sleep-deprived, Max. That's right. Probably a large part of it. Yes, that's true. Uh, but um, speaking of things that are slipping, um, have you looked at the budget recently, like the bank account balance? Well, it's going to be hard now that those passwords got burned. No, the, those are the bank passwords? Yes. Ah. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Anyway, here's the thing. All of these fireproof burp rags and corrective finger lenses and edible stones, all this stuff adds up. Okay, it's it's very expensive. As you know, the exchange rate, the multidimensional exchange rate is not working in our favor recently. It's been very expensive. And so I'm afraid that if this goes on too much longer, we're going to start seeing a serious financial pinch. And, and obviously, we got to do whatever is necessary to keep the baby happy and healthy. So <laughs> I hate to say this, but but I, th- I think I might have to liquidate some of the, uh, the gnome sculpture collection. I'm ahead of you on that, Max. I've already been thinking about it, mainly because this baby is going to start within a couple of years being able to notice things around it. And do you really want some of this innocent child's first impressions to be a gnome sculpture like that over there or that with the with the flaming hey hey are you disparaging the nathaniel i mean snorting drugs is bad enough but snorting i mean it's just it's just beyond the pale max these things they need to go they should not be in a house with a baby (sighs) i hear what you're saying and wilson did say we need to Try and keep the baby pure because it does contain the calcium entity or it is the calcium entity or or something. And, and we definitely don't want it to turn evil again. So I do see what you're saying. I mean, I'm pretty sure we could lock them up, you know, put them in sort of a secured facility so I could still have them. But on the other hand, I, I guess you need money. Yeah, I do need money. And, and I think we did kind of promise Grumpy McGrumpf that we would sort of be his... Uh, his go-between and uh, sell these pieces for him. And, and yeah, I mean, we did we did sell a few. Uh, okay, two. We did sell two of them. Uh, 
I, I, I kind of was was hoping I could just keep the rest. I, I mean, he seemed more than happy with the amount of money he got from just those two. Like, like he said, he was set for life. But I, I guess, to be fair, we, we did say we would sell, you know, most of them. Well, so. you'd be pleased to know that I have a buyer lined up, Max. I've been chatting with a buyer representing a very wealthy billionaire. And not a billionaire in these easily printed Earth dollars. This is a billionaire in transdimensional ducats. Oh, okay. All right. I could actually think of a few Earth billionaires that would be into lewd gnome sculpture, but uh, it sounds like it's someone from another dimension. Great. So maybe even more money than the billionaires here. Maybe willing to pay a very high price to keep us well supplied with the fireproof burp rags for a very long time. Not only is it more money, it's real money, Max. Real money. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. You know, greenbacks have done me just fine for most of my life, all right? For most of the needs that I have had. It's only just recently that I've had any kind of necessity for something other than the good old USA dollar. But I take your point, especially since we are ordering these custom supplies for Baby K in the interdimensional market, it would help to have some transdimensional ducats. A lot of transdimensional ducats. Well, the buyer seems to be quite flexible on the price. They, they mainly just want us to come over there and, and meet us. Okay. Well, that sounds great. That sounds great. So, uh, oh, uh, I actually um, looks like I bumped the record button on the recorder earlier when I was having that uh, lava emergency. Uh, so I guess um, I'll just uh, do the the intro. It's now, yeah, we're, we're going to take a trip. Uh, this is this is great timing because it's about time that we need to take a trip to avoid the purpling. So yeah, uh, hi, I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor, and uh, this is Baby K, formerly known as the Calci Entity, and this is. Jack Strobe, my hey. roommate. And uh, I guess today we, all three of us, are going to take a trip to meet a buyer for some gnome sculptures that we have been uh, storing in the basement. Um, actually, you know, do, do we need to bring the sculptures with us? Yeah, they definitely want to see them. How many? Well, however many we can fit in this wagon here. Oh, okay. Well, um, maybe while I finish the intro, you can uh, go load up a few of those. And uh, and then, yeah, we can head out. Okay. So, yeah, this is a Bigotron 2000, which... I invented, it is a device that opens up portals to other dimensions. You've probably already heard us talking quite a bit about other dimensions here. And uh, I have been visiting other dimensions for over five years, which is how I have met, well, I guess basically everyone in my life. Jack Strobe, Baby K, Wilson Plus, who uh, I think we referred to earlier as well. Yep, they're all from other dimensions. Well, I mean, originally Wilson was from my dimension, I think. You know, I don't know. It's complicated. The point is, today we're going to use the Bageltron 2000 again to open up a portal to another dimension and hopefully find a buyer for some of these uh, gnome sculptures, which I'm not thrilled to part with, but but I do take Jack's point. Uh, oh, here he comes. Wow, that's, uh, yeah, you got that wagon pretty full. Yes, my, my mind feels more contaminated than my hands. And my hands, as you can see, are pretty contaminated from yeah, the I mean, back one. You could have put gloves on, you know. We, we do have quite a few of them this is this is really foul like what sort of imagination comes up with this? well i mean we know it's grumpy mcgrump he's the sculpture we, we met him but uh anyway so uh here you want to dial in the coordinates to the, wherever the buyer is here literally twisted like look like that gnome there is twisted like I, I see it i know it's great there we go okay great let's open the portal up all right and let's head over and meet this buyer hopefully come back with quite a few transdimensional ducts all right wow 
this is a fancy looking house. Yeah, yeah, although there's not much around us. Uh, what is this, an island? Yeah, you know, I think it might be. Yeah, this is a, a very opulent mansion on a uh, very tropical looking island. The weather's nice. And there's some really loud what, jungle birds or monkeys or something. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, I'll let me ring the doorbell. Yeah, we're here to meet uh, someone to uh, sell these. What did you say the name of the billionaire was, Jack? McFarlane. McFarlane. Yes. Uh, yeah, there's a here's a photo. Uh, kind of a wrinkly old crow named McFarlane. I, it doesn't have a first name or last name or I don't know, just McFarlane. But the buyer is supposed to, Are you the buyer? You look young to be a buyer. Well, for your information, I could have dwarf syndrome. Ah, oh, well, in that case, I apologize. I didn't mean to be impolite. Uh, my name's Jack Strobe, and this is Max Adams. And, and who, who are you? Let me think. Uh, okay, all right. That's uh, a... Uh, okay. Uh, I don't know why you need to think about your name. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, do you know now? What is your name? Let me think. Okay, this... all right. This is kind of awkward, Jack. Uh, yeah. My name is Let Me Think. Oh, okay. Okay, so... Oh, I, I get it. Got it. Okay, so, Ms. Let Me Think. We have brought along with us just a few examples of the fine wares that we have to sell to your client, Ms. McFarlane. I don't like them. Get them away from me. Well, yeah, yeah, I told you that they were gnome sculptures by the very famous Grumpy McGrumpf, and, and they're very collectible, and you sounded well, excited about it. Well, first of all, gnomes are garden things that have a red hat, a blue shirt, and brown pants. Not whatever that is. Also, I have no idea who he is, so... Hmm. Jack, are you sure this is the buyer? I think maybe this is a child who has run of this house who's playing a prank on us. I don't know. It, it, it could be. Uh... Do you need proof that I'm the buyer? Because I can give you proof. Oh, here's my employee of the month photo. Wow. All right. So, like, yeah. And it literally just says the buyer. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Fine. Fine. Ms. Let me think. I'll buy your story that you're the buyer. But if you are the buyer, then you should know, because it sounds to me like Jack Strobe worked out the details ahead of time, that your client, Ms. McFarland, is interested in these gnomes. And surely she is aware of, of what she was purchasing. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you're not. Whatever. We'll get them. Okay, great. Great. Well, how, how many and, and for how much? Oh, it doesn't really matter what you're selling. Really, what you have to do is, like, go around this island... Avoid all the booby traps and try to find the billionaire. I'm sorry, what what's that now? Okay, this was not in the discussion that we had. We have to like what You have to like go around this island, avoid the booby traps, and find the billionaire, and then you'll get down to like the business. When you say go around the island, you just mean walk the perimeter? You could start with the perimeter, but the place the billionaire likes to go the most is in the center there's a small grove orchard. And she likes to hang out in there. Hmm. So, uh, once we find this billionaire and catch her, then you'll buy the gnomes? Yeah. All right. And that's all we have to do is just 
Catch her. After you find her, you need to eat her. What? what? Whoa. Is it, does this have some meaning on this dimension that I'm not aware of? Max, I think she means literally eat. I, I have heard rumors that this billionaire is very eccentric and has some sort of cannibalism fetish. I think we should go find another buyer. Yeah, this is... Uh... This is getting a little too weird for me. Don't worry, she regenerates. You'll just pick her up, throw her in a pot, she'll regenerate. Wait, so we, we have to eat her and then You'll... she regenerates? Yeah. What, so we're just going to be taking bites out of the arm of this rich old lady? Excuse me, for your information, she is not old. What? The, Jack, where did you get that picture from? Well, it did. It, it... This was a fairly recent picture. She sure looks old in here. Yeah, she does. Is this not her? Oh, no, that's not her. <sighs> that's her younger sister. Her younger? Wait, what? Oh, my gosh. Just, I'm so confused by this dimension. Well, I'm confused why you brought a baby with you. Oh, this. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is baby Kay, and uh, he's just uh, <laughs> along for the ride. I'm sorry, is that, is that funny? <laughs> Who names their baby Baby Kay? That's just weird. Okay, that's the weird thing here. The baby's name is the weird part of this conversation. And the weird thing is also the fact that you decided to bring a baby while trying to sell stuff. Listen, we were going to another dimension. The baby needed to be shaken, so... <laughs> shaken? Yeah, uh, no, not like you're thinking. Hire think- a babysitter! Not like you're thinking. No, not like that. J- just as in, like, travel to another dimension. He turns purple if he doesn't get shaken. Yeah, and, and I assume even worse things if it gets further along. The point is... Babies don't turn purple. <sighs> well, this one does. In this safety pod, he does not... He actually doesn't get shaken at all in the safety pod. He's he's kept very safe, very stable. He's actually safer than all of us. So what I'm understanding is that you're just overprotective parents. Hang on here. Jack and I are not the parents. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Anyways, listen, we need to get on with it. So where do we need to head in order to find this billionaire? Well, first... I would check the orchard, which is in the very center of the island. Actually, I can just take you there. Well, that might help in avoiding the traps. Yes, yes, that does sound like a good idea to have a local guide. Who said I wouldn't walk you over the traps? Oh, yeah, I was worried about that, that this actually could be one of the traps, Max. Oh, yeah, hmm. Let's have her walk first. Yes, but if I walk first... How do you know, though, the traps recognize me so they won't go off when I set them, but they'll go off when you guys set them? Hmm. I suppose that's possible, but, uh, I don't know. I feel better with you walking in front. Yeah, I think you should lead the way, and we will follow behind you a number of paces. All right, let me just grab the gun for the dynamite shark. Uh, Is that what that is? Okay. That is a big gun. All right, let's go. Great. Let's go. Jack, you sure we actually need this money from this particular individual? We could still just leave. by far the highest bidder, Max. And uh, although I'm not... Stop talking. If you talk too loud, the trees will set off lasers. Oh, okay. We better be quiet. Laser trees? Oh, and don't step on the tiles with arrows. If you step on the tiles of arrows, it'll change your sense of gravity. So you could go up. And that's a long ways up. Yeah. Okay, this has got to be the first forest that I've been to with laser trees and a tiled floor. This is definitely 
a unique place, this island. Oh, and also be careful where you step because there are also these um, portals that will zap you into different parts of the island. Wow, okay. Portals, gravity tiles, and laser trees. Keep leading the way. And at the end of this road, Max, supposedly we have to eat a human being. Right. In order to get this money. A living human being who's apparently just going to regenerate while we eat her. All right, now, you can talk louder. Okay. Now, we are in the orchard. Oh, okay. We've left the forest. We're now in the orchard. Whatever you do, do not even look at the flying pigs. If you do, you will explode and never, ever come back. Wait, I will explode if I look at the fly- the flying pigs? It's only if you look in the eyes. Oh, okay, so don't make eye contact. And the tails. Don't make eye contact or tail contact with the flying pigs. Got it. This is going to be also, hard, Max. I, there's a lot of flying pigs. There are a lot of flying pigs, and it is a relatively unusual sight that I do kind of want to get a good look at. Oh, you know, hang on. I should dim the, uh, the viewing glass so that baby K doesn't make any eye contact. There we go. Weirdos. Anyway, whatever you do, do not even touch the glass fruit. Okay. All right. Now the glass fruit looks exactly like real fruit. You can't even tell the difference between them. That's why we just don't even touch the fruit. Oh, I thought it was going to be a clear glass fruit. That'd be easy to tell, but you're saying it, it just looks the same as the regular fruit. The only difference will be on the glass one, there are no roots. But on the real fruit trees, there are roots. Okay. You know, simple enough, I just won't touch any of the fruit. Oh, man, these lying pigs keep buzzing me. Yeah, yeah they seem to almost be trying to get us to make eye contact or gaze at their tails. That's the whole point of a booby trap. Well, what happens if these flying pigs make eye contact with each other? Do they explode each other? No. Uh, how much further until we're out of the flying pig zone? Oh, only exactly ten more steps. Oh, good. Okay, good. Because this is, yeah, this is getting pretty stressful. Oh, wow. All right, we're out of the zone. Oh, phew. Oh, wow, they just stopped. Yeah, there's like a... It's rather sudden. Almost like an invisible wall that's keeping them out. All right, now we're in a completely different zone. Still full of booby traps, though. Okay, great. Just what I was hoping for. Here are the rules for this zone. There's absolutely no talking whatsoever because there are fleas flying around that are always listening on the inside of your ear and they'll explode inside you. So don't talk. Wow. I'm glad we are finally out of that no-talking zone. That was super long. Yeah, I I feel like uh, the podcast listeners are going to think that, like, something went wrong with the podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to have to edit that out when we get back. That's probably not going to really be a super great content. Just, like, three hours of silent walking through the flea bomb zone. All right, this is the last zone before the billionaire. Oh, great, finally. You have to jump over these tiles, and if you step over them, then you will get fired on a grill and die. Oh, my goodness. And then once you're dead, you'll get stabbed with a sword. Okay, well, that seems And then gratuitous. once you're stabbed with a sword, then you'll get drowned and eaten by sharks. All right, all right. Like some sort of medieval <laughs> execution. <laughs> wow, okay. And then when you're eaten by the sharks, we're going to rip open the shark's belly, take you out, 
and try to save you to make sure you're not dead. I'm pretty sure that just the fire tiles is enough to do me in. Baby K, on the other hand, would actually be just fine through all of that, thanks to the amazing technology of the Safety Pod. To be clear, this podcast is not sponsored by Safety Pod, but if the makers of Safety Pod would like to reach out about a sponsorship, I am available. Just email me, max at dispatches.fm. All right, all right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's jump over the fire tiles and find the billionaire. You first. Okay, first you jump onto the right, and then you jump the left, and then the right, and then another right, and another right, and then the left. Okay, all right, I got it. Here I go. Ah, all right, made it. And then after that, you jump to the right, and then to the right, and then to the right, and then to the right, and to the right, and then to the left. Uh, okay, all right, all right. Okay, made it. Hey, wait a minute. Jack, how did you get over here before me? Well, I just I just walked around the outside of it over there. You walked around? Yeah. Oh, that would have been so much easier. Well, I don't know. It just looked dangerous, so I, I just kind of... When you walk around five years get cut off of your life. You should have walked around. Why did you not do what I said? Well, that would explain the strange feeling of malaise I have, I guess. You know, your hair does look a little grayer all of a sudden. Oh, man. I guess I should learn to follow instructions. Yeah. Yeah. Now get new ears now. Okay. I'm sure you can probably get that looked at in some other dimension. All right. So where's this billionaire? You said that was the last zone. Oh, she's just around the rock. Okay. She ran off. Huh. All right. Well, I, let's follow her. I guess let's find out what's on the other side of the rock. Yeah. Well, hopefully this isn't like the last trap, like the real trap. Yeah. Hello. I'm the humble billionaire. I see you found me. Uh. You look just like the buyer, so. I was, yeah, I was going to say that. This is, you're just the buyer. This is the buyer. What buyer? I have no buyer. Hmm. Well, uh. Are you interested in buying some lewd gnome sculptures made out of bat guano? Yes, I am. We would have brought them with us, but there was a lot of, like, jumping and stepping over tiles and stuff, and we didn't want to risk the red wagon full of bat guano lewd gnome sculptures, like, hitting a gravity tile and flying up into the sky endlessly. Who knows where they would have ended up. I brought them here for you. Ah, yes, Jim. Well, there is the wait. What the radio flyer wagon? How? How? What? No, you were. I'm so confused. You were with us the whole time because clearly you're the same person we've been interacting with this whole time, just doing a different voice. And how? How? We let. We all left them behind at the probably what? a portal, Max. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Teleportation. Yeah, that would make sense. Or she does have an actual assistant helping out somehow that we just didn't see. You don't actually want us to eat you, though, right? I'm assuming that was some sort of. Uh, billionaire humor. Yeah, or a test or something like... No! Oh, good. She doesn't... Okay, good. I she doesn't... would like you to eat me! You would. Oh, no. No, it wasn't untrue. Y- yes, it was true. Okay. The negatives are confusing. Yeah, that's... That's great. See that pot over there? Just throw me in it! Throw you in the boiling pot over the fire. Yes, now do it! Supposedly she regenerates, but that's... This is a really uncomfortable idea. It is. It is. It is. But yeah. even cooked, I'm pretty sure I can't eat a person. Can you? I can. Uh, oh boy, this is really problematic to say the I least. Throw me in the pot over 
Daddy! Wow, okay. I mean, I guess in a way it's not that much different from the unicorns, right? I mean, they're sentient beings that demanded to be eaten. Unicorns? Unicorns aren't real! Now quit bullygagging and throw me in the pot and eat me! Wow, okay. Maybe she is a unicorn, actually. Maybe she's a unicorn in disguise. That you would know, make a lot more sense. Just throw me in the pot. If she is a unicorn, I will absolutely partake. If I were a unicorn, then why is my horn? I don't know. See? You don't have evidence to back that up. Don't throw me in the pot. Wow. And eat me. Okay, compelling argument. You know, Jack, at this point, I'm kind of just wanting to throw in the pot so I don't have to keep listening to that voice. It would stop the voice. It would stop the voice. <laughs> All right, well, she's pretty small, so let's just grab her and just throw her in the pot. Wait a minute. I was expecting a splash. That was more of a thud. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't... That, that's a hologram. That's... You've been scammed. Wait, what? Well, the exact nature of this scam is a little unclear. But I don't think we're getting paid today, Max. Now, hang on, hang on. Since you actually had the courage to throw me in the pot, here's 2,000 dimension buck thingies. Bye! She threw a little data card. Dimension buck thingies? That doesn't sound like transdimensional ducats. All right. Yeah, I mean, do we have, like, an air-gapped computer that we can plug this into to make sure that it's not some kind of a malware or worm or something? Not anymore. The only computer we could have used for that got roasted when you didn't have a fireproof burp rag. Okay. Well, Jack, you're the scam expert. What just happened here? I'm really unclear on this. I think we're not getting paid. And I I think we entertained uh, billionaires' eccentricities beyond that. I really don't know. Are you sure this person is even a billionaire? Maybe they're just a weirdo who lives alone on an island. Well, it, I, I feel like there's a certain amount of wealth required to just live alone on an island in a In most dimensions, house. yes. And set all those traps, too. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. I guess let's take whatever we've got here and head back. Open up the portal. At least we've still got our back guano. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll try and find another buyer. <sighs> that was, well. That was very odd. That was, uh... Not quite the success that I was hoping for. Really a success at all. Just altogether a strange experience. So thanks for that, Jack. At least you didn't have to eat her. I was really worried there for a minute. That's true. We did get out of that. So I guess that was a win, at least. Cool. Well, maybe I'll do some research this time around and see if I can't find a buyer. Because, yeah, like I said, we are going to need somehow to get some money here eventually. This baby K is a lot more expensive to care for than a human baby. Yeah, maybe you should do the research. I'm finding that internet strangers are surprisingly untrustworthy. Yeah. Yeah. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack Wagonmaster Strobe and Tim Ellis as Max, with special guest Maisie Ellis as the buyer and the billionaire. Want to support this podcast and help make sure it continues? Tell all your friends about us and share us online. Then check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and booby-trapped peeks behind the interdimensional curtain. 
check the show notes or our website for links to our listener discord and visit us online at dispatches.fm. Teleport pot to you. No, no, no. And then... Stop talking about teleporting pots. <laughs> How does the pot get there? Oh, it's already there. Her younger sister, Jenna, died yesterday. No, okay. This, that's her younger <laughs> sister's good enough. <laughs> These flying pigs are like Chinese fire pilots. They keep buzzing me. I'm like, how do you not look at them? The military ships go through the Strait of Taiwan, and the and the, then the Chinese fighter pilots buzz them. And this happens over and over again. It almost always like starts an international incident. Wow, this is a very specific reference. <laughs> okay, maybe, okay, maybe cut that out. Then I don't know. Oh man, these these flying pigs keep buzzing me. Like you're the tower in Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> that is a reference more people would understand. <laughs> There's absolutely no talking whatsoever. I'm not sure she thought this went all the way through. <laughs> you realize this is a podcast, right? <laughs> all right, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Scammed. Wait, what? Runs off. <laughs> well, the exact nature of this scam is <laughs> a little unclear. <laughs> but I don't think we're getting paid today, Max. <laughs> <laughs>